Do you have a 401k and some savings for future retirement, but don't even know if it's enough to live off of? How much is enough? How often are you thinking about it? The team at JPEX Financial Group can help set your mind at ease. We specialize in creating strategies in the planning and managing of your financial, educational, and investment needs. We help clients pursue their investment goals with sound financial strategies. You deserve a personal, tailored plan. Lasting, meaningful, and open relationships are the foundation of our practice. You've worked hard for your money and should feel confident in your investment choices as you make decisions for your financial future. Your goals are our goals. We are dedicated to your needs and hopes for your future. Visit our website and give us a call at 860-430-5397. Securities offered through Raymond James Financial Services, Inc., member FINRA, SIPC. Investment advisory services offered through Raymond James Financial Services Advisors, Inc. JPEX Financial Group, LLC is not a registered broker-dealer and is independent of Raymond James Financial Services. JPEX Financial Group is located at 78 Eastern Boulevard, Glastonbury, Connecticut. Everybody, it's Wednesday night, just a minute shy of nine o'clock. Started early, but hey, it's speaking it real. It's our fourth show of the year. We're slacking, we're not doing what we should be doing, but hey, you know what? We're here. I mean, come follow us on TikTok. Yeah, we got a TikTok, a Twitter. We got a Twitch. We have obviously Facebook and YouTube. You know, share share the show with your friends, your enemies, or even your frenemies. Share it with whoever you think needs to come on the show. And please comment on the show as I'm talking. You know, giving you updates on my thoughts of things, things that I like, things that I don't like. You know, just kind of join the conversation. Never know what you're gonna get out of it, you know. So I got someone here commenting, Barbaro. I think that sounds like my dad. That sounds like Renee, you know, commenting on for some reason. I think he's on Facebook right now. He was like, Oh my god, what am I gonna do? You know, yes, I did not send it via text message. I didn't have time. But hey, but we're back. And I wanna talk about a couple things that some affect me, some don't, some I don't care about, or I do care about because I'm actually talking about it. But at the end, it's just one of those things that I'm trying to understand this, right? So, Adderall shortages. Apparently, let me go, go, let me go to my notes here, right? There's, there's a shortage of, of Adderall. There's one distributor that couldn't produce any more um, Adderall because they were 
missing some things off, you know, and um, some ingredients for it. So my argument with this is I think it's more of too many people are being declared with, you know, ADHD and they need Adderall and stuff like that. I mean, heck, I think we could probably find Adderall faster in the streets than what you, than what you can anywhere else. I mean, think of um, medicine as a whole, you know, prescription medicines, right? I, I know someone that needed some meds and um, can't find it at the pharmacy. You know, and I don't know if it's just maybe the amount of people that are being prescribed things on a regular basis, you know, but there's a shortage. I don't understand it. There's so many manufacturers that produce medicine. So it's like, where is this shortage actually coming from? Is it coming from the government? Is it coming from just the manufacturers themselves? You know? I don't know, man. I think um, something needs to be done about it. I don't really understand it as to why there's such a shortage. You know? I mean, if you have your thoughts and ideas, let me know. I'd be more than willing to, to listen or even read your comments on it. You know, but again, hey, share the show. Let me know what you think. You know, um, we'll take it from there. You know, um, I don't even know how, how to um, say that one about the shortages. So we're going to jump on to our next part of the show, right? Um, where, are we, where are we here? Disney. I actually, I had this on tap to talk about maybe about two weeks ago. And um, I ended up not doing a show for XYZ reasons. But I'm going to talk about this one now, right? Um, apparently now there's, there's a new board on Disney. Um, our wonderful, wonderful Governor DeSantis took it upon himself to rid Disney of their powers, which I kind of, I'm okay with. I don't think, I think that the way he's gone about it is the wrong way. You know, I think um, he generally, I think he just got pissed off with Disney when they went against his, um, his don't say gay bill. As what's being called. I mean, I read the bill. I saw it. I I agree to it up to a certain point. You know, um, it was nothing crazy on it. But I think that he went, DeSantis went overboard when it came down to Disney questioning it. You know, or because they, they lost his sponsorship or something like that. And um, there's nothing really wrong with that. But I feel that he went and he attacked Disney. Now, the board is all full of people he had picked. Should he have been able to have pick them all? 
you know. And so I don't get it. You know, why why are you gonna handpick a board in this wonderful country where we should vote them in? Right or wrong? Should we have voted a board in or just let him handpick it? He picked the people he wanted. It goes back to an agenda, I believe. You know, he doesn't like people that go up against him. And whoever poses a problem, he gets rid of them. He's done that on school boards. And I think that's a problem. I don't think that he should have that much power to get rid of superintendents on a school board. He's gotten rid of uh, police officers, chiefs. Um, so, again, why? I mean, it's. I think he has an agenda somewhere. But... You know, he needs to kind of slow it down, I believe. I mean, I think he's trying to position himself for for a run at the presidency. And that's where he's at. And I think by him doing all this is not going to help him, in my opinion. So, you know, don't want that comment. So, you know, I think we need to reevaluate DeSantis sometimes and kind of smack him around and bring him back to earth. But I'm sure if Carlos were here, Carlos will be defending DeSantis. You know, um, maybe next week we might have Carlos around. You know, he's busy doing his, um, his selling of the houses and being Mr. Family. You know, so it is what it is. You know, so on another note, we all know that I do a a podcast on wrestling, which is the HHW show. You could catch them on Tuesday nights, live on Facebook, live on YouTube, live on Twitter, Twitch. No, they don't have a Twitch. But you could always catch us live. So, they posted an article about a WWE star getting arrested, right? Her name is Sonya Deville. She is right here. This is Sonya Deville, for those that do not know. She got arrested on gun charges in the state of uh, in Atlantic City, New Jersey. Right? Um, apparently, she went to park her car at a ballet, and a ballet person, the person at the ballet, noticed that she had a gun in the glove box. And that person called the cops. Now, the problem I have here is the fact that how is the ballet person getting into your car? Now, well, not getting in your car, but How's this valet person getting into the glove box of your vehicle? Did he open it? I sincerely doubt that the glove box of the vehicle opened by itself. Could it be a stupid fan? And he doesn't like the character that that she plays? You know? um, 
So I, I don't understand. I mean, she, you know, supposedly it's, she was arrested after possess, possessing a gun without a valid permit. Now, she does have a Florida concealed weapons permit, but in the state of New Jersey, it's not valid. So she had it in the glove box of her car. Now, I do know that the state of New Jersey, because I was looking up, okay, guns in vehicles in New Jersey, right? New Jersey pr prohibits any person from transporting, possessing, or having a firearm in his or her control in a motor vehicle. Unless the firearm is unloaded and contained in a closed and security fastened case or locked in the trunk. The state also prohibits any person from possessing in a motor vehicle any shotgun or rifle loaded with ammunition or missiles of any kind for the purpose of hunting or attempting to hunt any bird or animal. New Jersey provides that provides that all firearms being transported between place of purchase or repair or dwelling or place of business by members of, of rifle or pistol clubs under certain circumstances or to and from hunting and fishing activities pursuit, pursuit to a valid hunting license, target shooting on a range, uh, or any expedition or display of firearms shall be carried unloaded and contained in a closed and fastened case, gun box, security tied package, or locked in the trunk of an automobile in which is being transported. So, She didn't have it in the truck. She had it in the glove box. The glove box is closed. And I, I see what the state law says, but again, I have a problem here because how is the valet going to go ahead and have access to the glove box? Were they looking for something to steal? You know, I mean, I think she might beat the charges. Just for the fact that she did purchase the vehicle back, I mean, I'm sorry, the, the gun back in 2020 because she had some issues with some crazy stalking fan. So I think, you know, it might be better for her to, to um, fight. I, I think she'll fight the charges. I think she'll be okay. You know, so I don't foresee anything really bad happening to her. You know, I mean, she might lose her, her, her firearm license in Florida. So, oh, look at that. Hello from Leilani and I. Well, Leilani is my granddaughter. So if, for those of you that don't know, I do have a granddaughter now. Those of you that follow me will know that I have a granddaughter. So she's, I think, uh, two months now. We're going on two months. You know, hopefully I'll see them this weekend. You know, so we'll see. But either way, um, I'm going to take a short break. Just come back and actually check out this show by CMG Podcast Network.
and we're back. Look at that real quick. Listen, uh, for those of you that are thinking to start a podcast or want to start a podcast, please reach out either to me, to cmg.com, Clovercrest Media. We could handle all your podcasting needs. We have over 40 shows ranging from murder mysteries, sci-fi. We have a bunch of sports, uh, politics, obviously, uh, like, C- like CT politics, Connecticut politics. We have Divided We Stand, which is also the, their home base is um, in Connecticut also. So, you know, come, come give us a shot. Give us a try. We'll get you out there. We have wrestling podcasts. You know, you name it, we have it. Come after it. Come get it. So going on to today, let's see. Automated screening resumes. I actually was told the other day, right, I um. was told that resumes that are being submitted to a company are being controlled, are all computerized nowadays. They're looking for keywords in resumes. Now, my question here is, is that a good thing? Is that a bad thing? You know, what is it? really employers want? Do they want somebody that is qualified on paper and not qualified uh, or has the experience physically? Because you know what? You can put whatever you want on paper, but whatever you really, you know, you do, I think hands-on experience pays off more than what you have on paper. You know, and these things just... You know, their softwares and what they look for is just words that are on your resume, you know, to help to help to help with the process of picking a candidate. So if I have on my resume, if they have a manager and I don't have manager, if they're looking for a manager, right, and you don't have manager experience, does that just not qualify you automatically? You know, because... Maybe you have a supervisor experience. Maybe you've been doing the work long enough where you can manage somebody. But a computer can't tell that. You know, all these CEOs and all these human resource people that don't know the ins and outs of the day-to-day are not going to know. The hiring managers are going to know. But there's a filter process, right? you got to go through... Submit your resume, human resource, then the manager or whoever's, you know, or the hiring manager. So it's one of those where it's like, man, what's the deal with this? You know, so be careful what you put on your resumes because you might not get the job if you don't have those keywords, you know. And I'm one where I put down my experiences on a resume. But what I have, and that's that. And that's by where I go by. Not that I'm job looking, because I'm not job looking. Just gotta put that out there, just in case. But you know, we have to kind of 
see all this. And I just wanted to say it just to see. You know, just say it because we're going to take a look at that. See how that is. So today, March 8th, 2023, is International Women's Day. What is this day? That's what I was asking myself. Because to me, why is it International Man's Day? Why does it have to be Woman's Day? I don't understand it. You have Mother's Day for the moms. International Women's Day. So does that mean that the United States doesn't celebrate this because we're local here? So whoever was not born internationally is not doesn't get celebrated? I was pretty lost, right? So I had to look this up, and what I found is International Women's Day is a global holiday celebrated annually on March 8th as a focal point in the women's rights movement, bringing attention to issues such as gender equality and reproductive rights and violence and abuse against women. This day has been around, just so, so you know, since 1909. That is a hell of a long time. Now, it became a Main Street global holiday when it was adopted by the United Nations in 1977. Originally, in 1909, this was called National Women's Day, and it was held on February 28th before. Why did come out changing it, I don't know. It was organized by the Socialist Party of America at the suggestion of activist Teresa Michael. I just butchered the name. I couldn't pronounce it. So today we celebrate this day, right? And it's an, it's an official holiday in in several countries, including Afghanistan. Look at that, Angola, Armenia, Azerbaijan. I'm not I'm not even gonna keep pronouncing these names. Well, there's it's a whole bunch of places, you know. So hey, women, happy International Women's Day. Keep pushing. Eventually, you will have all 100% equal rights. Um, I believe you should have equal rights. I think you should be paid the same as us males, you know, when you when you come down to jobs. You know, so please keep that in mind. Eventually, we'll be fine. I guess um, that's all I have for today. Nothing crazy, nothing too long, you know. When you when you don't have somebody to talk with, you know, it makes the show a little bit less. Doesn't keep going. But either way, we brush off the cobwebs. All right, we're gonna hope to be back on next week with Carlos because I know that he wants to talk. He, you know, I spoke to him before the show, and he was like, there's a lot of January 6th stuff. 
I personally don't give a rat's ass about January 6th anymore. I'm so tired of hearing it. Okay, you got Tucker Carlson saying that it was a peaceful protest. I really don't care for it. But if Carlos wants to discuss it next week, we're going to discuss it next week. So, you know what? Let's see how it goes. You know, I mean, might happen, might not. But, hey, look. If you like the show, share it. Share it on Facebook. Share it on Twitter. Share it on Instagram. Share it on TikTok. Share it on Twitch. All right. And again, share with your friends, with your enemies, or your feminines. One thing that you'll always know is that you might agree with what I'm speaking, or you might disagree with what I'm speaking totally. You have that right. But at the end of the day, when I'm here by myself, or whether I'm with somebody, I will always be speaking it real. Catch you on our next show. I'm not going to say next week, because every time I say next week, I never come back. Until like two or three weeks later. So catch you next show. Until then, have a good one. And thank you for joining. Thank you for watching. Speaking with you is brought to you by Clovercrest Media. Don't forget to follow us on YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and Twitch. You can listen to us wherever you get your podcast. See you next week.